Welcome to episode three of our virtual coffee series, Making It with Sanguine. I'm Marita, your co-host of this podcast. And once again, I'm here today with Svenja. Hello. Hello, um, my co-founder, partner in crime, and also co-host for this journey. Today, we're really excited to talk about shifting careers in your 20s, what it means to transition careers, maybe making that first job move, and yeah, really figuring it out what making it uh, means in that regard. I'm really excited to talk about that today. It's kind of close to our hearts as well, because it was not too long ago that we shifted and transitioned into our sanguine journey full-time after being full-time consultants for almost what was two years. So yeah, Senya, have you ever shifted jobs? How was that for you? <laughs> I've shifted jobs before. Um, recently. Uh, yeah, so maybe just to, as a little intro, it would be nice, I think, if we talk real quick about our journey, which was actually like quite interesting. I think uh, we had the plan of going in on our business, obviously, for a long time and uh, also launched Sanguine, like kind of did the whole product development and stuff on the side, right? While we're still working as full-time consultants. And it was always like March was a little bit the deadline that we were thinking about, right? March 2020. And March 2020 came closer and all of a sudden uh, there was a lot of virus talk in the world and we're like, oh my God, maybe we should hold on. Like, what the heck is this? So we actually stayed a bit longer um, and shifted also our career transitioning a bit um, in just staying a little longer, just being uh, scared of like the world changing, saying when not going as quickly as we planned and stuff like that. So it was, I would say, quite weird, our career shift, or at least for me, because it was always this March, and then we stayed a little longer, and then it was always like from month to month, kind of hopping and hoping to get out, um, just because we wanted to focus on the startup, not because of the employer public announcement here right now. No, but it was to work full time on Sanguine, obviously. And then it was kind of weird because it was really this like month to month and it was getting too much on both sides, like trying to shuffle the projects and the and Sanguine and almost more and more calls also during the day. And it was just um, getting a little strange. And I actually decided to do like a little leave um, for a couple of months. So I actually was just like on on holiday, unpaid holiday from my employer and could work full-time and actually also did like a little course on the side and um, yeah, then fully quit in January, 2021. But was working on Sanguine full-time since summer, I think September, right? Or August? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. And then in September, you started also your coding journey. So that was like a full, full full-on shift to that. Mm -hmm. Um, True. So yeah, with the part-time, part-time coding and then January. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a journey it's been. Yeah. And then, I mean, for you, how was that, um, that moment that you decided it to do it? It was like quite hectic. No, just because like what I just said, right, with the March with the March uh, deadline and then like going from month to month. And then in July, I remember I was um, talking to like some people and I was going to be put on this new project and it was going to be crazy. Like it was just, 
I don't remember exactly what it was, if it was like a full due diligence or something, but it was going to require a lot of time. And I like it really, I went into a little bit of panic mode um, because beforehand I worked a little bit on more private se uh, public sector stuff. So that's always like in consulting terms, a little more relaxed, a little more humane uh, working hours. And then it was going to be really like crazy working hours. And I, I just panicked. I saw read a little bit. I was like, oh, my God, I want this to take off and I want this to take my energy. And I really uh, didn't want to spend much more time on other people's projects. So I think that was um that was the moment and then um, it came quite shift uh, like quite swiftly and um, I actually wanted to go out full-time and then my employer actually offered or my mentor there if I wanted to do this like unpaid leave just to have a little bit more of security which was um, I guess a very nice offer to because that's it's nice right it is scary it is a scary step and it was really nice to somehow have that security somewhere even though I didn't really plan on ever coming back how was mm. well was I mean we had same employer same <laughs> so I guess the, the journey is quite the same but what were your feelings what was your journey so my journey as you uh, mentioned right we had the same employer it was um, that was in that regard really nice because we always had someone to talk to uh, because we're going through so similar things and I, re I think that really helped me uh, personally to you know, having that sounding board in a way that, you know, someone else understands that Google is going through that exact same thing. Um, for me, as you said, right, we're in the same position. It was COVID hit. We were planning on leaving a lot earlier than we ended up doing. And for me, um, the, the fact that for me, I was put on, you know, like part-time um, employment anyways, um, starting with um, COVID. So the way like the government here um, decided to, you know, do the, the, the or offer the format, I was then just um, working uh, a couple hours less. So that in that regard, that helped, you know, take that time we needed to focus and not see sanguine going down the drain um, because of COVID. So that really helped. And then come it was similar to you come come you know like month after month and then come summer um it started to look a little better and um and then I decided I wanted to also take um take leave and uh, my employer also came with a very or my mentor at that time came with a very interesting offer to do part-time to turn part-time and I've, up until that point I actually um, haven't hadn't even considered being a part-time consultant because the job in itself is just not designed that way and I thought it was very interesting and with you also starting your part-time coding it was actually a good um, a good way to uh, you know like have our um, working hours very compatible so that was like my slow easing out of it and then um, you know like there were certain uh, things then that happened um, towards the um, end of the year where that was just um, that required a lot of um, attention from Sanguine's side and I decided yeah that that would have to be the time to to do it and um, that was kind of for me the point where I said I would go full-time so come January 2021 then I was a full-time uh, entrepreneur <laughs> and embarked on that journey uh, yeah which was very uh, also as you said it was a bit of a that moment right you prepare for it so long you um, you because you you know you want to do it you want to build 
this company or you have this journey that you know you want to do and um, still that moment that um, you decide to actually do it it's still scary for some reason which surprised me to be honest in that moment because I was so ready but then you know when it really comes down to it maybe um, yeah and I think that's just perfectly normal what was the biggest fear what what were you scared of the biggest fear that's a good question yeah fear definitely does play a part in it I think it's more of this um, it's very jumping into something that's unsecure in a little bit right so it's not this uh, at the end of the month you don't have like this regular for us right like it wasn't that you have the regular paycheck anymore at the end of the month and you still have to make rent and buy some food so it was just a decision to really if live off your livings for a while now like your savings for a while now and um so that really um you know committing to that moment and also then there's a quite uncertain economic scenario or situation that we are having and then there's some people you know like everyone suddenly has an opinion on it and it's like are you sure you want to do this and then um like it doesn't really help uh, in that moment to you know have those voices um from outside in as well but um at the end of the day i think yeah it really helps if you sit down with yourself and if you really truly believe that this is the right move then yeah nothing can stop you know like this that stops that fear and nothing can stop you in that moment I think yeah so yeah I like that how, how would you say that the fear I think also the voices I think the voices are interesting right because we I think we do let I try not to but I think we do let some opinions in right and I think especially I think a lot of people were super supportive or I think it's actually like also interesting generation wise like a lot of my friends and stuff were right like in their 20s and their 30s they were like yeah go for it like super cool I think my parents were like oh my god you just like you have a stable job why or actually my parents were quite chill but I think like my parents generation they were um those voices were a little louder on like but you finally have like it's it's secure and it's like good and you have a clear path like why um but yeah I see it I see it similarly right it's 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 way out of your comfort zone and it's actually I think especially with um saying when we're starting something new right there's a lot of times you also don't really even know what to do or at that point in time you you also don't know where the journey is going in terms of like what's required of you not even just like financially insecurity but it's also insecurity of what like even all the job entails because the what like a startup requires and like super early product development is super different to what we're doing now and is super different for what we're going to do in like half a year or a year so it's also like I feel like <laughs> like on top of the financial insecurity it's also really like the insecurity of what even the job is right and if you're also good enough for the job if you're the right person for the job so I think also all of that insecurity maybe adds a little bit but just gotta just gotta do it I think that's a really good point yeah because you don't sometimes like there's a new job description that comes with it right and I think that's with anything that you're gonna do whether that's you you know like pursuing your own dream in terms of realizing your vision and doing your own thing or you just like switch jobs um to a different job there's going to be a different job description or you get a promotion that's still a different job description that you're going to have and um so that's going to be uh involved with that i think so yeah how do you think you know or like what made you overcome that fear then in that moment those voices 
Um, I think I personally like to, like in those moments when, I mean, the fear is the, mostly emotional based, right? Like rational, I mean, we're in a very privileged position in order to be able to do that, right? To even have like a decently good job in the first place that we're able to even get like part-time or some like a leave form in like some flexible version that we were able to have savings, not able, not everyone has that, right? So it's like in general, we have a really privileged position to even try it out. So I think just like logically thinking about that, that like, it's not gonna, even if something happens, like it will be fine. We have our education, like we have something to fall back on, right? And that I think is always like, not everyone has that. And I think we need to also be aware of like that privilege. And then I personally always thought to myself, like why, like if not now, when? Like it's actually like a perfect, like we're in our mid twenties, why the heck not, you know? Like we don't have, like if it's even like already now feels risky and feels, Ooh, like I don't know what's gonna happen or it feels it feels the insecurity I don't want to know what it feels like when you're older and actually have like real responsibility and obligation to I don't know children or partners or parents or whatever it might be right so um I think just logically just thinking about it or actually like not thinking about it that much and just doing it I think is the best way of overcoming it it was never just doing it yeah I don't think it was ever a question to not like it wasn't a fear of like am I going to do it or not I feel like we were already beyond that point it was never like is this fear going to stop me it was just like yeah I mean this is <laughs> the insecurity is part of it but it was never like uh, it might defer me from doing it it was always said that it, this is what's going to happen it just depends on when yeah no that's true do you <laughs> think some people oh sorry go ahead I, I mean, I was going to say like maybe about the phone call actually, or the actual, mm -hmm. we were doing it in COVID, right? So it was phone calls. How was that? Because it's actually like an interesting moment. No, I've never really thought about it before, but it's always an interesting moment. How was your moment? Yeah. Oh, it was a moment. Let me tell you that. Um, <laughs> it was this, um, you know, like it, it, for me, it was the first time I, I quit a job so I um yeah it wasn't something that I could fall back on from experience or anything so um you know like I knew I wanted to make that phone call and I was starting to get really nervous and um, you know like you sometimes you push it out and then you're like okay um yeah I'm just gonna pick up the phone now and I'm gonna dial in and then they're gonna pick up and I think even the first time um I so I talked to what was um, my my mentor, uh, my counselor, and um, and I told him that that would be my plan. And then I also had to go on and do it a second time and tell the partner. And he didn't pick up the first time I called. So by the time um, he called back, I was um, you know a bit more. I was like, okay, relax because you know like that first picking up the phone was already done. Um, but still, you know, like that moment that you tell someone and you have all these thoughts and be like, am I, you know, disappointing them in any way? Or, you know, like you, you like the people that you work with, um, ideally, um, but <laughs> you're like, um, uh, yeah, so of course, it, it, there's always this little um, side of it where you're like, okay, it was, it was a nice time scale, right? And, um, but then um, I think this is also what you meant earlier, like rationality kicks in and it's right. Um, they're like you're replaceable at the end of the day so you need to think about it that way as well 
and um, yeah so it's it's really um, but it was interesting I was I was quite nervous and then after it was done it was this um, yeah I was happy that I had this courage and I kept telling myself you know this is the this is what growth feels like this is the moment I'm growing and I'm learning something and so I tried to view it from that perspective and yeah so now months later um, <laughs> I'm here and I'm still alive I survived it so yeah it was really it was fine how about you yeah no I was also really surprised on how um nervous you get like I really didn't expect it at all and then I was like about to make the phone call I was like what the heck why am I getting nervous because it's especially in corporates like if you think about it logically really like you are especially in big large corporates right you're at the end of the day you're a number and it's part of the plan that people go in and out and it's really not that big of a deal but um I don't know it's somehow maybe like our very egoistical viewpoint of the world that we matter that much right that they can't live without us and we're going to be the biggest disappointment if we leave and they need yeah. us love us and yeah it's not necessarily the case but I was also really surprised on how nervous I was and yeah but I think it's, it's normal it's a it's a weird phone call to make especially your first one but yeah exactly I always love when you say like in any moment when things are nerve-wracking or something I love when you say like this is what growth feels like because it is right and like it's yeah making a move is always the right move so yeah moving on, um, moving on sometimes is um, good in order to grow and leave that comfort zone and that doesn't always feel happy and great right yeah that's true that's true And also, you know, like you have to, you got to push for those uncomfortable conversations and that might be just one of them. And they're not gonna, you know, there's gonna be other ones because then whether that's you moving on to a next job or whether you were to pick up the phone to actually call someone or call your boss and like telling them that you're um, maybe thinking about making a different move or that there's, because there's usually a situation why you think about making a move, right? So it's either you you know like you're ready to you know grow and make something make something else and and wanted to pursue something that you have in mind or you are ready for a promotion you're ready you're, or you're even like we have to call it as it is you're unhappy in that moment and you need to do something about it and then like anytime you pick up the phone to tell someone it's an uncomfortable conversation to have maybe and I think we really need to you know just push ourselves and um Uh, to do those and to be you know like we know that like we feel that way and that we could feel that way and that we're not alone in this and it's just perfectly normal to have that other person has probably had this conversation a lot and um, so yeah it's nothing to be ashamed of or it's nothing to be scared of at the end of the day as we as we kept like saying salary negotiations right we have talked yeah or like all these types of uncomfortable situations Like it's, it's conversations that just need to happen. And the, even if it feels like crazy for you, right? Like the person across from you, especially if they're in higher positions, they have these conversations on a daily, like it's the most normal and natural conversation. So it's, and it's important not to run away from it, but step in it. And it always feels better afterwards. How That's do you, true. how do you know when you're ready? Maybe like one of the last questions, I think we've already talked about it. How do you know when you're ready? I think, um, so as I said, it's really this moment, maybe you've thought about it for a long time or you just, you know, wake up and it just, you know, you feel it. It's this, 
um, I can't explain it to you in more detail rather than you know it's the right move that you want to make it at that moment. And um, yeah, I think even the moment that you think about it, that is already the start of knowing that you're ready because it wouldn't enter your mind, I think, if you, if you, if you weren't in some form or on some subconscious level, even if you weren't ready in some way. So I think that moment is already that should give you an indication that, um, yeah, it might be time to think about it more seriously. And uh, that's a good thing. Yeah, I think it's also like maybe especially for some people, not like a super clear thought, right? Like this is like you're never going to wake up and be completely ready, especially like for bigger things or you just. Yeah, exactly. But if you just think about it already and have that hinge and that intuition little bit like listen to it and yeah that's where you grow right that's where you if you have ambitions and you want to get somewhere you need to lean into those uh, feelings and those intuitions of wanting to learn more wanting to have more responsibility wanting to get more leadership positions and most of the time in order to uh, grow and get there you have to have a couple uncomfortable situations and switch and find out um, where your place is Yeah, I agree. And I mean, with like with that, I don't think like it's not that you wake up one day and be like 100% fully ready. Uh, maybe that happens to people, which is great. And like all the more <laughs> uh, happy to them, happiness to them. But um, yeah, really this, um, this process of it all um, is already a sign that you are some sort of ready. And I think that is important to recognize that you don't wait for that moment. It's with so many things in life. Like it's never a hundred percent perfect for you, you know, like to be ready. It's not that moment. It's not like, don't wait for that moment where you think like it's going to be more than you already know right now that it might be time to do or to make a move in some sort of way. No time. Oh, yeah. present. Yes. Oh, very nice. Perfect. Yeah. All the gems. Awesome. All the gems. <laughs> very great very great talk thank you very much <laughs> no I think is there is there any last word if you could like have one thing um to someone who's listening to this and thinking about um whether or not they should take that promotion or apply for that other job or do that one thing what would you what would you say do it honestly like that would be <laughs> just do it if you're thinking about I mean really like even if you think about worst case like what is the worst you can have you can that can happen right like it's probably not that bad and um, most of the time people would even be happy to take you back like if you leave things with good uh, intentions and stuff I think um, the right thing will happen I love that and with that note I think that that's the perfect ending to another episode which is already episode three of our podcast making it which was a very great one because this is part of making it and if you like what we talked about today have a listen into our other two episodes one which we talk about what we really want to do with this format and the first one um, was also very interesting on or the last one actually was very interesting on um, whether your 20s were time to make it or break it so yeah have a listen into it anywhere you listen on um, to your podcast and check us out on our social that's at sanguine on instagram or www.sanguine.com and check out our online store and everything that we do 
Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>